You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello and welcome to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Kate Constable in today for Aaron. That must mean we'll talk a little basketball at some point during the festivities. We are with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app. Watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL and follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. On the show today, Ben Brown from Pro Football Focus will discuss the latest NFL betting allegations and all things NFL offseason. And we've got uh, Seamus McGee from BetMGM dropping us uh, dropping by to let us know about the latest sharp action they're seeing behind the counter. And one of our favorite hockey games. Yes, Michael Leboff will join us as the Vegas Golden Knights take a commanding lead in the Stanley Cup final. And that is where we start. Vegas rolls past the Florida Panthers 7-2. Jonathan Marcheseau with a couple of tallies mm-hmm. and an assist. Jack Eichel took a massive hit and yet still had two assists on the day. So, Joe, when we look at Vegas taking a two-games-to-nothing series lead... What do we make of this? Is there any way Florida can make a comeback in the Stanley Cup final, or is Vegas the one that will hoist the cup? So that idea of not as many penalty minutes, not a thing as far as last night goes. Uh, Yeah, there's so many opportunities. Ended up with the two power play goals. Big move in the con Smythe. But as far as Florida, can they come back? Yeah. Of course they can. Let's not forget that the favorite to win the cup before this whole thing started, Florida was down three games to one to the uh, Boston Bruins. If Bobrovsky's right, he has not been right this far. So bad he didn't even play half the game uh, getting benched. No longer the favorite for the first time in quite some time for the con Smythe. Uh, you mentioned Marcheseau in his big game last night. It's been a big run for him for a while. What's also interesting about the con Smythe is now the other big name guys on Vegas that that were in that conversation scored goals. Like Eichel racked up a couple more points, but it was March so and and nobody else that's really been discussed. You didn't see you know Stone or some of the other big names on that Vegas side. So yeah, yeah, they absolutely could. Um, I I don't know that they will, but we've seen this. It, it, it all comes down to Burbrovsky and what's going to happen with him, Kate. If if he can go back to standing on his head, then. Then yeah, he of course that kind of play can carry a team to win a cup. Yeah, I mean, what did they do against the Bruins? Came back and won that series. And I mean, talk about Bobrovsky and how bad he was in that game too, or really this entire series. Sixteen goals allowed over the previous two series against Toronto and Carolina. Eight goals allowed through the first two games of this finals. So half of the goals he's allowed through the half two series. Just needs to turn things around. Maybe going back home now, he'll be a little bit more comfortable playing there. If he plays how he has played throughout the playoffs up until. 
that he didn't see from Carolina or Toronto. I don't know what it is, but he just doesn't look quite the same. I'll I'll uh, chime in here and tell you exactly okay. what <laughs> Vegas is doing here. Uh, what they're doing is they're generating uh, high danger chances in front of the net. And that's something that the other three opponents in these playoffs have been unable to do. Now, granted, I think if you look at the uh, per- percentage proportion that I think Florida generated more high danger opportunities. But a lot of that was in garbage time when Vegas was putting uh, – was basically taking the foot off the gas, so to speak. Uh, but at the time it mattered, uh, Vegas is the one generating a lot of shots in front of net. So blame some of this uh, on Florida's defense and elite defense. that's you know, largely played fairly well. Uh, you know, Bobrovsky has been the, the focal point, no doubt about it, but this really wasn't a defensive team coming into the Stanley cup final. Yeah. Bobrovsky was great, but it was Matthew Kachuk and company really driving the success for the Panthers. Instead, they haven't been able to do very much uh, because Aiden Hill has been fantastic, but also too Vegas has been able to find scoring through multiple means. We've got 12 goals for Vegas so far in the stand in the Stanley cup final uh, tied for the most by any team in Stanley cup final history through two games. 12 goals from nine players, including three defensemen. There is a real depth concern that Florida has to deal with because Vegas is finding goals from a variety of different players. It does make handicapping the consmite that much more difficult, but if you're a Golden Knights fan, uh, boy, that depth has been just fantastic for you, uh, and it's doing a lot uh, for making this series just so lopsided, Joe. Yeah, one stand that I am willing to take on this series, if you strongly believe that Vegas is going to win, I don't think Aiden Hill is going to get the consmite. And I think much, I'm not trying to take anything away from him and his performance. It's been really strong, quite obviously. Uh, He is not the story in this series after two games. It's about the Vegas scoring and what they've done on Bobrovsky. And as you mentioned, the high danger chances. And he wasn't a story before this series. People weren't saying it was because of Aiden Hill. Sure, part of it because he's the winning goalie, but but nowhere near the level of Bobrovsky. And I feel like he's getting talked up right now because people are saying, well, let's look at the other goaltender over on the Vegas side. It's been about the scoring. And for me, it's it's going to be about which, which player on Vegas uh, outside of the goalie is going to win it. And it's interesting because Eichel still has the lead on the night side for points in the playoffs. He has 22. Marchessault won back, but there's a big gap at MGM with the Smythe odds. It's Marchessault minus 105, Eichel plus 500. Marchessault has uh, two more goals than anyone else on Vegas. Like That's that's where, where the gap is because uh, the majority of Eichel's points have come via the assist. Carlson is two back of Marchessault. So I... I to- I'm totally with March so being the favorite now. That was a big jump. I want to say yesterday it was around plus four fifty, but yeah, um, plus four twenty five. That's a wide. Like that. yeah. That's a wide margin. That's a wide yeah. margin after uh, a, a three point game for a guy that uh, still does not lead the team in points. And March show part of what worked well for Vegas yesterday. Finally, their power play and their penalty kill, their special teams looked good they they have not been great this entire series and marcia show scores um first goal on a power play and then a penalty kill and martinez goes down and scores a couple um 
possessions later. So yeah, I, I think Marsha Show is probably the right side here because he has been the one, you know, scoring and assisting. And this is probably going to sound ignorant of me, but when you look at the Consmite Trophy, is it typically the goalie that wins, kind of like the MVP in the NFL, is typically going to go to the quarterback, or is it is it really whoever is the best player in that series? I believe, in terms of uh, you know history, that the netminder wins it the second most often, uh, usually behind a centerman. Uh, you know, the the high profile centerman, more or less, you know, sometimes you can have a random one kind of come in and take over. Uh, So Aiden Hill certainly has a has an opportunity here. And he's played very well through uh, the first two games of this final. Uh, At the same time, though, I think it's the scoring that we're talking about much more than anything else as far as why Vegas has a two games to nothing series lead. I want to talk a little bit about Jack Eichel, those second shortest odds at uh, five to one here for Con Smythe, The, the massive hit that he took, absorbing uh, Matthew Kachuk's uh, punishment. I think that's something that will stay in the minds of voters because this is often a hashtag narrative vote. And when you have someone who has been playing well uh, all playoffs long, take a massive hit, and then in his first shift back, assisting uh, Marchessault's second goal – To me, Mm -hmm. I look at that and say, okay, if you're putting together a highlight reel to explain why you made the vote you did, that's a really easy thing you can point to. That's the guy. So we both like March or so before the series started. And now looking at these odds and everything he's accomplished thus far in the playoffs, I look at Eichel as the guy that has the most value. Uh, Everybody on the cons might. And just because of that gap between March or so at odds on favorite and Eichel at plus 500. He's got the name value. He leads the way in points. You're right. That might be that moment that sticks in uh, people's minds. Like that, w- even though it was a 7 2 uh, runaway last night, what, what was everybody talking about? Was that a legal hit? Was it not a legal hit? And you have the most prolific player outside of Bobrovsky on the Florida side involved and the name, the big name player on the Vegas side involved. So you might be right, Ed, that that might actually help Eichel uh, when it comes to the Consmite voting. And I love that Eichel was totally okay with the hit. Like afterwards, he said, that was a clean hit. This is hockey. It's supposed to be physical. Because uh, Kachuk came out and said, no, I'm going to hit him like that again if I have the chance. And Eichel just took it and not only took the hit, mm-hmm. you know, got a little help in the locker room, came back in. So, yeah, talk about storylines. That's a pretty big one so far. Yeah, I think one of the differentiators as far as something being a legal hit versus an illegal hit, uh, first off, is it from the blind side? So you look at that, and it really wasn't. Uh, Eichel was sort of prepared for it. But also, too, does it involve the head at all? And really, it didn't. And so, yeah, it was massive. Yes, it was quote-unquote violent, but it was very much a legal hit. But it's a hit that we are going to remember for quite a while. And I think, again, hashtag narrative, this is one of those things uh, that could stay in the minds of voters as far as determining uh, who should win Con Smythe. As far as the series is concerned, uh, it, it really does feel like with uh, the Golden Knights as minus 500 favorites uh, to win the series at this point. Can Florida make a game out of this? Because, again, going back to Bobrovsky's performance in the first two games, uh, first game was you know rather mediocre if you're looking at goal saved over expected per money puck. But in game two, 
minus 2.62 goals saved over expected for Bobrovsky. That's a pretty poor performance. And even though Vegas was able to generate a lot of good opportunities in front of the net, a lot of those pucks should not have gone in. It does feel like that Bob is regressing to the mean a little bit. And we were wondering if that was ever going to happen because of the elite performances that he had strung together leading up to the final. But now uh, he gets pulled in game two. His odds have plummeted as far as Con Smythe is concerned. And, Joe, we've been saying this all series long, that if Florida is going to pull off one more upset, it's going to be because Bobrovsky has been playing lights out, and so far he hasn't. I wonder if he can now. He's been pulled twice throughout the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So can he still win? Even if Florida does win uh, with everything that Kachuk's done, if they were to make a comeback, win four of the next five, that would be unbelievable. And if Kachuk's a big part of that, uh, and they have identical odds this morning, both a 12 to 1 at Bet MGM. I, I wonder if Bobrovsky can come back. You know, that's easy to say after he gets pulled in 27 minutes, and it, we've seen uh, what, what's occurred in Vegas over the first two games. But I'm leaning on the side that even if Florida does win, that it's going to be challenging for Bobrovsky uh, to get all the way back to fight this narrative as hard as it, it is against him right now. Also, goalies are crazy, right? Like, you have to be crazy to sit in a net and have, like, shots coming at you at 100 miles an hour. Goalies are all superstitious, everything. You've got to imagine this is going to affect him mentally a little bit where it might be hard to get back to where he was, especially getting pulled. Like, that's going to mess with you in some capacity on the mental aspect. At least you would have to imagine. I mean, all the credit to him if he's able to compartmentalize and not let allow that to happen – but mm-hmm. he's human. You've got to think that it's going to affect him in some way. Game three of the Stanley Cup final is happening Thursday night in Florida. Panthers currently a short favorite uh, to at least extend this game or extend this series rather. Uh, let's move yeah. on now. want to talk a little basketball here. And yes, NBA finals will resume tomorrow night. And we'll talk about that later in the show. But LeBron James apparently wants to unite with Kyrie Irving have these forces come together to try and win another championship in LeBron's uh, waning years and days in the NBA. Uh, Kate, what do you make of uh, all of this foolishness as far as uh, LeBron trying to pull a bunch of various strings to try and get Kyrie uh, over to his side? Yeah, this is, uh, you know, LeBron's a really smart guy. He gets swept in the Western Conference Finals, and all of a sudden he's talking about retiring. That's uh, that's a ploy to try and, you know, get the Lakers to perk their ears up a little and say, okay, we've got to make some changes this offseason. To me, this is a very similar thing. I would not be shocked if Clutch Sports was the one that leaked this information that he and Kyrie have been talking, again, to try and get the Lakers to make some big-time moves in the offseason and bolster the roster more so LeBron has another shot at a title. Kyrie, LeBron, and Luka playing together in Dallas would be an absolute nightmare. You have three ball-dominant players. Kyrie and Luka can't even play together right now. They don't know how to share the ball. So LeBron definitely is not going to Dallas. Trying to get um, Kyrie over to L.A., that could be something. But uh, this is all just kind of a move by LeBron to twist the Lakers' arm. Oh, and Shams reported it, by the way. Yeah, In with Clutch. I mean, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And we have a couple of off days in the NBA. Like, yeah. Yeah, we know. Yeah, let's, I know what this is all about. 
Yes. <laughs> Let's insert ourselves in the news cycle. Why not? This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, another NFL story involving a player in hot water for gambling. What the latest infraction means in the world of NFL betting right here on the BetQL Network.